This is As of Late Podcast. I'm your boy Titus, and this is episode 90. We got VVG with us, Verbal Van Gogh. What's going on, brother? Yes, sir. What's good, man? It's good to be here. Good to see you. What's goody? What's goody? He's back. Back in effect. This is the first time. Two wheels. I'm back. (laughs) This is the first time you came to the new studio. We got the video. You know, we kind of, we trying to upgrade for you, man. (laughs) Hey, the new new studio is uh, closer, so I'm rocking with it. Yeah, closer for me, too. You know, we both east side dudes, so it's it's right on WT. Rocking with it. How you feeling, though, man? How you feeling? I'm good, though, man. Just been grinding, though. You know, the last 18 months or so been crazy for everybody, so... Mm-hmm. I've just been grinding, man, just doing what I do. Yeah, man. How's how's the mental state been within, like you said, this last 18 months? And then, like, the the first time that me and you spoke, like, we were, I mean, we still kind of wearing masks, but, like, it wasn't even a vaccine. Like, yeah. we really were still trying to figure this shit out. And it's, like, now transitioning into these 18 months. Like, how is, like, for somebody like yourself, how has the mental space been for somebody that's, because me, me and KB were kind of just talking about this and just in sense of just like me trying to figure out how to balance like everything. Like I look at somebody like yourself and like I have no excuses. Like because like for me anyway, it motivates me in a sense of because like you're a family man, you know, yeah. you're a businessman, you're, you're an artist that, that have many hats that bounce all this. So somebody like myself who don't got no kids, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> you definitely motivate. And so in, in that sense, like, how, how has that been these 18 months for your mental, like, your mental space? Um, in the beginning, it was actually great because when you just on the go, 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 grind, you know, five, ten years have passed by, you don't even know it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was good to just sit down and just be with the fam. Um you know, on a day-in, day-out basis, all day. And then, uh, you know, after a while, I got itchy, man. I like traveling, so <laughs> it was like, damn. So, you know, it took a little minute before we got comfortable with traveling because, like I said, I got kids and shit. So you got to be responsible. Like, yeah, you could go, but the risk of, you know, me coming back home and getting the kids sick was bigger than just mm. somebody just going on their own. So, you know, had to be responsible with it. But uh, I definitely been on go. These uh, last few months, which was good timing because it looked like they're about to shut it back down some more. So, Oh, man. Yeah, it was good to have the fun yeah, while it lasted last. for a little bit. <laughs> perfect, perfect timing. So. Yeah, hit these streets when you can, man. Yeah. And like like you said, as soon as like when I start seeing it ease up a little bit more, I start seeing the VVG uh, post. I was like, all right, my yeah. boy out moving yeah. now. <laughs> when okay. I start seeing you, you don't even know it, bro. You, you're kind of like the – what's the – and like like the um, like Jay Z was talking about like with the um, when he was saying in a reference of like sometimes being an artist you got to be that first person to dag on stand out and maybe take the take the bullets first and yeah. see what's going on and so when I see you doing certain things I'm like all right well it's time for me to step out there if, yeah, if he's out here to. in Vegas you then I can make this trip Vegas man. was weird though they was on it in Vegas they was on it like they are in New York in Vegas so mm. Vegas was a little bit weird I thought it was gonna be like you know Vegas always a Fuck you type town. So mm. I thought it like, was going to be like, fuck it. But they was on it, dog. It wasn't how I was thinking. So they was on it. Like New York in the sense of like, you can't get into a spot unless you're, you got the vaccination card. Nah, they that. wasn't on it like that. But like, uh, somebody see you that work there, you ain't got your mask on, you ain't got your mask on properly. Oh, they on oh, it. Nah. Put that shit nah, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we seen a couple interactions of people that's like, fuck that and... So it's just kind of weird to see that. Mm. Like, no matter how you feel about it, just wear the shit. When you get home, take it off. 
Yeah. What's your take on that? Like spots like New York where it's like they're not there to the point where it's like it don't even matter if you got a mask, like you gotta have that card. Like, oh, I just was up there, man. It was controversy at the Conway show. Like a lot of people didn't get in because of that. Mm. So uh it's they not playing up there. Yeah, it's for somebody that just went yeah, there, they, they really not, doing they're that. not playing up there with that. So I mean I guess that's what they gotta do. They got a lot of people. It's an easy way to, you know, spread out there. That's like true. we all came here in different cars, you know, when we stay, where we stay is pretty much separate. They like right on top of each other. Mm. You got to pass 100,000 people to get home. Yeah, that makes sense. Balancing that, though, going back to, I'm, I know that was from left to right, <laughs> dealing with COVID and all that. Yeah. But balancing it, like you said, from them 18 months and now to the stage to where it's like you're saying it's almost about to be another lockdown in a sense. How you're really good at being that father, being that artist, making like and and you know not intentionally what you do, like you know they're part of your life, they're part of the you know the cycle of who who you are, and so like I see your kids, I see the wife, I see your progress of what you do. How do you even not even speaking in a COVID sense, like for somebody like myself, like one of the reasons why I have not like I just broke up with a chicken is because. I'm trying to figure out how to balance this shit where it's just like, it's, you know, like in a sense where it's like, I don't want to be selfish enough to the point where it was like, I know what I got to do. Like, I know like, and maybe, maybe I'm kind of answering the question for myself because like certain foundations I feel for myself need to be built before I even look at a chick and yeah. certain things. And so somebody who is, you know, the king of his castle and, and is, you know, got the kids on, on lock, got the career on lock. Like, how do you balance all of that and still be, like, a relative, a relevant artist? Because you, you gotta, keep yourself relevant as hell when it comes to posts, when it comes to music. Shit, you just got to time it out. Like, wifey on the grind, too. You know, she got her own company, Tajor Beauty, so. Shout out to that. Um, You just got to balance it out, man. If, if Figure that shit out. Yeah, if you're going to be doing this and that that day, well, you know, I'm going to not have to do it. You know, so and mm -hmm. if I'm gonna be at the studio this this time and that time, you know, you're gonna have to cover that for me. So just all about planning it out. That's mm -hmm. why it's best to have two. Mm -hmm. So I need a better partner. That's what you're pretty much saying. <laughs> I, mean, I, I need saying to find somebody know who Shardy. knows what's going know on. Don't get me jammed up with Shardy. I don't know Shardy. So, uh, it might I don't know her either no more, man. I don't know her either. <laughs> it might have been, been you. I can't get jammed up with Shardy, but. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, it's just really just planning it out. Where the camera at? Which camera's on me? It wasn't me, y'all. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you just gotta plan it out. So normally I do the studio a certain day of the week, so my engineers already know and shit like that. Or, you know, I'll probably schedule it a couple days before ahead of time so niggas will know what's up. Mm, yeah. Teamwork make the dream work, man. Yeah, it do. For sure. Especially when you like you said, you got your own army and then even on a, in in the aspect of just like doing the studio stuff like how did that because we're we're approaching we're in album mode with stg coming out like how is that creative process with like your team and like getting getting in a sense of like because you're an artist in a sense of like you're a lyricist you're always going to be in that mindset of like creative like thinking of ideas mm -hmm. but i would say it would be different in a sense when you're in album mode as compared to like you know, like, you might just put a freestyle out here and there, but, like, in your album mode, I feel like it's a different mentality where you're trying to, like, put something fully together. And so what's the process of that when you're coming into an album? Um, it's just getting a cohesive thought. 
you could put ten songs together that don't sound nothing alike, but still be cohesive. It's just the thought, the feel. Um, that's really just it, man. Album mode mean I'm locked in. Mm. It mean call me for a feature right now. So, there's an album dropping soon. Two weeks. And STF. I think I said STG. Yeah, STF. <laughs> My bad. STF. I'll let, you, I'll let you know what it mean. I, I was about to ask that. I'm about to ask. You took it right out of my mouth. What does STF stand for? Yeah, I'll let you know what it means soon. Ah. When I drop the cover. I done said it a couple of times in, in some of these STF Saturdays. That's mm. probably my phone that's ringing. Um, I done said it a couple of times in these uh, STF uh, Saturdays, but, you know, it's a solid part of the reveal. Okay. All right. Well, the real the VVG fans that's a part of these STF and, and look forward to the STF Oh Saturdays. yeah, you gonna find they, if you come out if you if you locked in and you coming out to a listening party, you are gonna find out then. I was about to say you're gonna find out soon soon enough. Thursday, with being so consistent, like I feel like you are, um, that brings me to my next question that I've always wanted to ask you. How, in terms of your artist ability, do you feel in a sense unappreciated? I mean, every artist does really, but you got to go get it. You can't sit back and say that shit. Because for a little minute, I caught myself about to do that. Mm. Like, oh, nah, nah, okay, that's fine. Then I dropped Invisible Bully. All right. Y'all know what time it is, you know? That's what that's what that means to me. That's what that title means to me, you know? If you know, you know. That was the next title. So mm-hmm. we playing on it now. So yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I like that. But I feel like uh, I'm in touch and in tune with who I consider the tastemakers and the, the movers and shakers of the city. And they know what's up. Mm-hmm. And the artists know what's up because we all cool. Most of us. Yeah. We all cool. We grew up together, shit like that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. so. Yeah. That's one thing that I always, because, um, you know, uh, when it comes to you, like, we've already had these discussions on the gram. Like, you're lyrically the best to me when we're talking three. Luke just so, salute to Luke. Luke yeah, just Luke dropped a crazy. phenomenal album. He went, went crazy, crazy on his jump. De Niro, like I said, he's been consistent. And he, to me, as he's getting older, to me, his projects have gotten better. Um, and then when we're talking consistency, you're right there, bro. Like you stay consistent with flow. You stay consistent with projects. And so I was talking to my boy, and I was I like. You. When we talk about like consistency and just like we ain't even talking about Charlotte no more. Like I was I was talking to KB before the interview started and I was telling him who who you were and I was like, bro, like this dude to me, like you like East Side Griselda in a sense, bro. <laughs> For real. Like how you be doing your thing and he was like, oh, Word, that's what's up. Because of the consistency, the flow pattern, the storytelling ability that you have. And it made me think in a sense, I was like, yo, I don't think and I guess that's just the fan of me, like, I don't think he's appreciated as much. Because that's, of just that's your consistency. Thing, that's the thing when you say you got to take the bullets sometimes. Yeah. Because we was doing that Griselda sound like probably like years ago. 2010, 2011. Yeah. And then I switched it to do like some shit, some bop type shit with King Tut. And that was kind of ahead of his time. But, you know, then it was a lot of music that came out after that that sound like that, you know, that tempo. So it was just a little bit too early. Mm. The waves be hitting, but it just be I be a little bit too early on it. So, you know, we bring it back. We bring it back just, just the essence, man. Yeah. Like stop trying to hits hits really in the radio and all that don't 
hold as much no more. Mm, I agree. Like right now, the last year when I dropped, if you know, you know, Invisible Bully, that showed me where like my actual fan base was at. Mm. You know, if that was under the radar to you, cool. But my people heard it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the same thing with going forward. You want to connect with those people and appreciate those people and yeah. lock in with them. Because now I can do a show at Snug or wherever you want to, you know, neighborhood, something like that. Mm-hmm. You can do a show with just you. Yeah. When you get to that point. So that's where we at with it now. We're about to start taking those steps out to where, you know, we're going to show you what we could do with the venue. Because I always could put butts in seats. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. care who you put me beside, we put butts in seats. Yeah, that's a fact. That's yeah. that's another that's another level I feel of being consistent is, you know, because you cross the level of just like it's a lot of people that claim to be music and, and, and not not disrespecting them or anything like that. In that sense, there's a lot of people that claim to be artists, but I, I would put them more in the sense of a hobby more to actually like a profession to where like I remember my 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 friend said a long time ago, if you can't get nobody to pay for your shit, yeah. then. Rap is still a hobby to you. If you can't pay your bills with it, you a hobby. Yeah. And I can't really harp too much on that because I just got to that point. Like, just got to that point. So mm-hmm. if I wanted to just do nothing else, I could pay my bills with it. But, like like I said, I just got to that point. Yeah. And I'm not even talking in that sense of paying just bills. Like, I'm talking in just, like, the business mind frame that you ha- have had, like, even early on, like, I see a lot of people, like, and of course, you, I scratch, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. In certain senses, when you're a new artist, but I, I see certain cases for cats be like for years, like they'll be performing at these venues and not getting nothing. And I'll yeah. be like, bro, like what the hell are you doing? Like your, your name, like they're coming out here for you. Like you need to know your worth enough to where, like, if you've been doing this thing for like four or five years and you ain't getting paid, I don't know what the hell you've been doing. It take a certain point to get to that though. It takes yeah. a certain point to get to that. I'm not one of the people that's above doing a free show. If you call me right now and the time is right, I'll do a free show. I will. Like, no bullshit. Under the circumstances. It, it just depends on what the look is, what it is, if I fuck with the venue or who may be running the venue, whatever. But, um, you know, it takes you a point to get to that. Because mm-hmm. at first, um, when I first started saying, yo, I want X, Y, and Z, it kind of cut down on your appearances. Yeah. Because a free show really mean you might not have paid me, but you paid me to get to the show. You let me get me and my boys in. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's out of town, you got me a room. You, know you treat us. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's that type of shit. But, you know, when you start asking for that, that kind of cut out. You kind of see who's serious about fucking with you. So it's a good and a bad thing as far as having motion, but you got to cut that out. Like, you got to really start saying, listen, this is the price. And some people are going back away and some people gonna say all right bet mm. i'll pay you more yeah so it's really it it's definitely a good um test to see who's really fucking with you and who's really not and then to build you up as an artist because yeah, like, but you can't do it too early though like i said some people do it too early you're not there you got to be honest with yourself and say you're there or you're not there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's the best thing i ever did i did had to do that a couple times in my career where you just got to tell yourself you're not there mm-hmm and when you do that and be honest with yourself, you'll go further. Yeah. Do you feel like that in the sense of, like, um, that same philosophy with collabing with certain artists? Like, I say that in a sense because, like, I've talked to certain artists where it's like, 
they may not fuck with a particular person because they feel like as far as like um not not necessarily like notoriety but just like their consistency as an artist like why would I fuck with this guy if he's not fucking with himself like do you do you do in that sense when it comes to like um like doing verses for people are you are you like well, sometimes it's like um if it's organic it really don't you know it really just depends on the situation you mm-hmm. know like when I did a project with ghost you know I was on him like yo you, you nice like kill this shit mm-hmm. and now he he out here killing shit yeah that's what's wrong so it's like sometimes I'm just early man <laughs> like sometimes I'm just fucking early so um when you working with people, it got to be organic. And that situation was organic. When I worked with a lot of that situation was organic. Elevator J, um, even my boy Hayes, like, you know, Dre Kwan. It's a lot of people I work with, Naj Hood. Mm. We actually know each other because, like I said, in Charlotte, bro, we've all done these fucking bullshit-ass afton shows. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and we've done uh, Evening Muse. We've done um tremont we've done amos all that shit we've all chop shop we've all done these same shows together yeah so if anything nothing less than just me seeing you every other week doing the show i know you just from that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's it's organic man and that's really what it is if if we can link on something then we can do something sometimes you know shit i'm at the point now if you want to do some shit and you got the money let's do it yeah that's what's up. That's what, that's how I feel it should be. And then like, like being somebody that's like if I like in the sense of like all the shows, venues that you just named, like if I'm seeing somebody working their ass off like every week, like I am, like my mindset gonna be like, Yeah, he's he's out here, he's taking it serious. That's how I'm telling you, they know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it's when you on that scene, it's like the NBA. The NBA, when you ask the players who the best player, they're going to say somebody we ain't thinking. Because they mm. like, yo, this dude is on the low. He's the ni- the nicest nigga. Yeah. You know? He's yeah. just not the Broadway name. So Yeah. That's what it is. And when you ask the players, they know what's up. They might not tell you they what's up because they a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look it's kind of like with, um, I'm no- I noticed how people were recently giving um, Drew Holiday a lot of praise this past season. Where it's like, yo, Drew Holiday's a monster. Where it's like, years of cats have been saying in the league, like, yo, he's, if not arguably, the best defensive point guard. He's been nice. He gets his buckets when he needs to get them. Right. But I feel like this particular year, like, you've seen, like, the the spotlight be put on him to where, like, I feel like. When you win the championship, everybody's going to say they was there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I've been to. Oh, yeah, him? Oh, yeah, I've been to. Yeah. I've seen him do it with John. I've seen him do it with Luke. I've seen him do it with a lot of niggas. Mm hmm. Yeah, but, you know, that's how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It was dope to see him get his flowers when um he finally got him though, and win that ring. And in a sense, with like even with hip hop, it's dope to see um, Luke get that because that, you talk about somebody who was consistently doing those kind of shows, and then to the level where he puts a full body of work like how he did, it's dope to see. I just want to see niggas win, and so that's dope to yeah. see that, especially when you see like people and like he, yourself have that he, work ethic. He on Cole label too, so that's a good push. That's a that's a win-win. That's NC all day. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Going back into basketball though. Yeah. Now I had my boy. Shout out to Mo. Yeah. Um, I had him Mo on the show. <laughs> I had him on the show previously, and he was telling me how you guys used to hoop together, mm-hmm. and going back to like the big eye days and all that shit. Um, which made me wonder, nigga, can you still hoop? Yeah, I got a little something. You cab, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm more of a uh, you know, I'm more of a Rip Hamilton type nigga. Oh, so uh, okay. Instead of AI, you know what I'm saying? I'm moving and shooting now. That's a solid. That's so a like, solid what? Uh, 12. That's a solid yeah, 12 right there. I got a solid 12 for you. Okay. Okay, so don't leave you open. Nah. That, it's a wrap. Nah. I used to be just, you know, hot sauce style. Really? But uh nah, we just straight. So you were breaking ankles out here. Of course. That's what's of up. Of course. Yeah. But uh, you know, now we just shooting mid-range. Okay. <laughs> you Man, sound like me. Pull Damn. ups off the glass on your ass, all type of shit. When I was younger, I was more of like a um just a daggone shooter guy, like like you saying like Rip Hamilton now. Yeah. I don't even got a shot. I'm more of like a Charles Oakley nigga now. Oh, <laughs> exactly. You bring you bring me in to, to play defense. <laughs> he just out there hacking. <laughs> Bring me in when when you need somebody to get the job done, man. I'm I'm, I'm the dude that's bowing people out here now. Facts, facts. But that's crazy. Um, w- going still with basketball, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about this upcoming season coming up? Because it's it's a lot of changes. Lakers. I know your basketball head. It's a lot of changes that's happened. Lakers, so you got Lakers going. Lakers, yeah. Lake Bronny, show. Bronny and Melo on the same team. It's my favorite two players. Mm. If they bring AI out of re- AI out of retirement, it's over. <laughs> That'll be the best team ever. But that's two of my favorite players. Period. Mm. So I gotta ride with the Lakers. How do you think that's gonna fit in with Russ? I don't know. I don't think Russ gonna have to really do much. Mm. But he gonna do more than LeBron. LeBron mm. ain't gonna show up to like April. No, oh, really. Yeah, he gonna be chilling. Mm. He, he might only average like nineteen points this year. Mm. Okay, I got him. I got him doing like twenty five. I got nah. him. you. Don't think so? He gonna have nineteen. Russ gonna have like twenty one. Ad gonna have like twenty four. Mm. And Melo's coming off the bench. Yeah, for a solid nine point eight. That's a solid on uh, second unit though. That'd be a second because I I feel like they got Rondo too. They got Rondo nah, back. They don't got Rondo no more, do they? I think Rondo came back. Rondo came back with him. Oh no! Cause I just seen the new um the media day. They had all them niggas taking pictures together. Oh okay, I ain't check it. I be waiting till like right now to check the roster because you know they be mm. done hella moves and shit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I ain't even been watching it. This season came back so fast. Yeah, it did. It's a lot. This is my favorite time sports wise because you get the combination for me. Um, in October you get football going on. College. You got college. You got baseball. Yeah. You got basketball coming back. This to me is like the, the best time, best time yeah. for a sports. If you're a sports fanatic, like Yankees myself. just got eliminated, so fuck it. <laughs> That's your team. Yeah, yeah. They got smacked, so it's over with. So even with that, you got them winning it and facing the Bucks. We seen the Bucks again, or you think the Nets could actually prove it? Kyrie ain't gonna make it the whole season. Kyrie may not make the like. What's up Kyrie, with that, dude? Kyrie about to retire, bro. You see, you see what's going on with that. Where he's he's not taking a vaccine. Yeah, and, and he about like, to retire because he, he if he under contract, whatever he under contract for is still. If he retired, they still got to pay it to him. Mm. Same shit that happened like Allen Houston, a couple niggas, Stephon Marbury, a couple niggas was like, "Look, I'm out," <laughs> but you still got to pay me though. That's crazy though. If I got three years, ten million. Let's say I got three years, twenty million. You owe me sixty. I might take the payout for forty, mm. or I could just wait. And just get all 60. Mm. Don't even take the payout. That's crazy in the sense of, like, we're seeing the effects of um, the vaccine, even with sports, in the sense of, like, 
Oh, that shit is real in New York. Them niggas yeah. is not playing in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to what they you were saying earlier. Not playing. When I seen York. that, I was like, damn. Like, even like, they're really like not letting this nigga play. Yeah, I had to finesse and finagle up that way, man. My goodness. Like, he's really getting to a point where he kind of on the other. He's, he's on another planet in general. He don't want to play, bro. I don't think his heart's in it no more anyway, like you said. He ain't, he ain't been like that since he won a championship. Some people, once they do, to reach the mountaintop. They don't give a fuck no more. Mm. Like some people drop a platinum album and they don't. After that, they just they heart not in it no more. They did it. So, mission accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished. The hunger, the hunger goes because the passion, the passion goes away. I feel like they fall in love. They fall out of love with it. Like I should say, he trying to find every way he can and not play ball, bro. Yeah, every possible way there is. Yeah, hey, I wish him the best. Do his thing. <laughs> I mean, he got the money, so he 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 got the money. He got the ring. I mean, sh- STF coming out, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's on the way, baby. STF on the way. We it's talking about falling out of love and and falling in love with passions and falling out of love with passions. Hip hop is something that you are very passionate about and that you do very well. Um, after with with this album, like what what is goals for this album aside from like. Like what do you what do you want to reach, level wise musically in your career, that you feel like you made like what's what's on the VVG like bulletin board of like, this is the next mission when it comes to like. Um, we checked that with this project. This is just for me and my niggas. Like how we talk, what we talk about. For me and my niggas, because for a while, you try to give your art to the world and you get caught up doing what they want to hear mm. or you think they want to hear, but. I I got my biggest buzz when I first started out by doing my own thing. Nobody was doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And that, like I said, it was basically the Griselda sound. Mm-hmm. Basically, 07, 08, 09, 2010. So, you feel like you've compromised sometimes? Because I, I don't yeah, feel like you. I always do. I wouldn't know that from the outside looking in. But right? the thing is, is that once you accept that you have, mm. you can not do it again. Mm. So, yeah. on this one, it wasn't. Nothing that I didn't want to make. And no song is nothing that I don't want to make. Like, let me not say that. Mm. I don't make a song like, oh, I can't believe I made that song. It's just the fact that I know where I would, what I was trying to do with that song. Mm. Okay. Sometimes you know, like, oh, I'm trying to get on the radio with this. I'm trying to be in the strip clubs with this instead yeah. of just making a song. Mm-hmm. I figure out my best when I just make a song. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. However it makes me feel. I can't hear it and say, oh, I got to find a way to make this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just for me and my niggas. That's if my niggas think this album is hot, I'm good. <laughs> that's how it started. Yeah, that's how it started. It's hot to me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's how we talk. You know, our own little inside jokes and inside lingo and, you know. And watching that Wu-Tang shit definitely made me feel cool about that. Yeah. That's why you start off. With that buzz when it's just you and your little inside shit that you doing. Because mm. yeah. people want to get inside that. They want to say, damn, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah, that Wu-Tang definitely got me to a, a sense of, like, remin- reminiscing on the essence of, like, what it's really all about. You know, just you and your niggas. Like, you and your crew. like Right. And it's for them. They didn't care of who outside of their room didn't think their verse was whack or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did... Rizzo think my shit was hot. Did Jizzo think my shit was hot? Yeah, Meth they were competing t- with each other. Meth told me my shit was good, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. 
Like when you start out, that's what you start out for. You start to do it. If I could, if I could perform at fucking Studio Seventy Four or Club Crush or something like that, and the East thought I was good, I was good, you know. And sometimes you try to get the world, and instead of just making the world come to you, mm. so that's what we back on. It's just my shit. I like that shit. Just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just me. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. I like this shit. Some yeah. shit coming, boy. Just me, yeah. Got some shit. Who yeah. is that in the sense of, like, what you said, like, what you just said, you kind of compared it with the Wu-Tang in a sense, where it was like, they were just worried about, like, my niggas, like, yo, Riz, you think this is all right? Like, who is that person for you in a sense, like, or, like, like um, producers Or like um, You know Even like You talk about The growth of Southside And you guys Still seem to be Very close Up until this day That's my dog Like I've seen His progression The first time I heard of Southside Was a VVG track And um, When y'all did That collab project And then I just Seen his His growth As an artist That's been phenomenal um, Is is that somebody That you would say would you would talk to or like, yeah. like what do you think about this like who do you who I do mean, you talk to with with all the artists like i said we all follow each other on instagram i tell him all the time yo that right there keep going with that mm. or he'll tell me you know that's you know that, that there it go right there you know like we that's we the all be in each other's stories talking to each other same way me and you talk so mm. you know it's the same way but it's a, it's a lot of people like i said him i just knew where he was at i knew him when he was just mac hickey you know so mm. shit I knew where he was going. It's just now the whole thing about working with me was that I'm going to put you on that timetable. Like, we got to get it out. We got to get it out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, once he got to that point of consistently putting some shit out, that's all he needed to do. It was over with. Yeah, it wasn't nothing as far as me just seeing that was just, I just knew that all he needed to do was just put more shit out. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's same, same with, with, with Lot, Vader, everybody. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Even De Niro. Like, when De Niro be consistently on your ass, it's, a lot of niggas make it ugly when they get consistently <laughs> on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we see what the baby did with it. He was consistently on your ass. 52 mm-hmm. weeks, 52 videos, probably. Mm-hmm. So, that's nothing that not- shit work, bro. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. Consistency is key in whatever avenue you're in. Like, one thing I'll say, and I've always preached this on this podcast. Like, one thing I'll say about Baby. Like, I remember those those shows where people weren't fucking with the Baby, but he was consistently always on niggas' ass putting his content out. Right. Like he was always consistent. So, none of this stuff surprised me in the sense of, like, especially when he got the partnership with Interscope. With somebody that's already having a work ethic of trying to be consistent on somebody's ass, that shit doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and so it's kind of the same thing with 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 you. It's the same thing with people like Southside when they're consistent, and then you have people like yourself that's talking to like a, a person like a Southside where iron is sharpening iron. Like that'll motivate you con- to to be even more consistent. When like right. I see I see your video and be like, dang, like I would look at that and be like, yo, like. That's, that's what that's, I'm telling that's what you be on, happening. Like, that's what I'm telling you be happening is that, like, you know, everybody know what's up. Mm. We all follow each other. We all see each other when we out at the mall, at fucking Snug Harbor, anywhere. Yeah. We all see each other. So niggas know what's up. Niggas going to be like, yo, that one, shh, man, that one you put out. It went crazy. Shh, man, what? Like, <laughs> niggas, you know, niggas will tell you that. They'll yeah. tell you that before they tell anybody that. And that's just what it is. Like, it's it's a lot more close-knit than people think. Um, I just think we need to find a way to showcase that a little bit more. Mm. 
But it's real close knit. Everybody be saying shit like that. Yeah, that's good to hear. We were kind of talking about that in the sense of uh, it being shown a little bit more before we started the podcast. And what were we talking about? Like a collab? We were like, it'd be dope if, like, it would be not in the sense of just, like, just two people, but, like, I'm surprised that's never coming to fruition with, like, a like a a full-on collab of all this different talent in Charlotte. Where it's just, like, because a lot of these, and I think that's one story that doesn't get spoke about a lot is, you know, people talk about, the past of Charlotte being very cliquish and like you hear that a lot. But if you see like this new, like I talk about with Cuzzo Key, the new evolution of what Charlotte is trying to become, like you see these these partnerships at like like shout out to Player Made, whenever that comes back, you see a player made where you'll see you chilling with like an elevator, chilling right. with a south side, chilling with a cut like everybody's in more of a like let's do this for Charlotte as more now than it's ever been to me. Yeah, I was I just talking like. to Cuzzo um, at Snug the, the other day at uh, the Baldy show. Mm. And, you know. That looked good. I was going to go to that shit, too. I saw you there. I was like, I knew I should have went to that shit. The same <laughs> thing. Well, we got with it. But um, it's the same thing. Like, uh, we just got to show up. When it's time to show up, like, make sure you was there early to see John Monte and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all of that. You just got to show up. When it's time for niggas to show up, you got to show up because I feel like, you know, when you see that and extend that love, people can extend that to you. So when it's time for your turn, everybody show up, pull up. Yeah. So it'll look good for everybody. If you were A&R and you just spend a week here and you go to five different events and all them shits is crazy popping, you're like, damn, mm. this shit's going crazy. Yeah. If you go to Jamonte shit, then you come to BBG shit. Then you go to Sianca party or her, or her performance, I meant to say. You come to my listening party. Then you go to some other shit Saturday. You be like, damn, this shit is going up. Mm. But if we just make it, you know, scattered out and everybody trying to do their own thing, it ain't going to look as good. I agree. Mm-hmm. So we just got to pick like 20 people that we just going to get behind for like a year or two years. And it's going to work. And mm. then they can pull up another 20. Yeah. Teamwork make the dream work, folks. It's simple as that. Like, yeah, for sure. I see that in the sense of just like we were, again, with, with KB. Shout out to KB behind the scenes. I was talking to him about, um, I was going to an event. I was going to um, a Skinny J event last week with because yeah. Oki was performing. And um, one of the dudes that was um, there that I met was just networking about the podcast. He was like, yo, man, how did... Cause he's trying to do his own thing as well, and he was like, "How do you, um, how do you get a solid g- grassroots fan base to be consistent? <laughs> how do you get a consistent fan base to like in the city, with it being like how it is, how it being clickish?" And I was like, "Man, I can't even say that it's that clickish anymore because like I'm be going to these events. I, I, I say one thing that that helps me like get artists on the podcast or like get people like coming to the um." To the podcast is going to their events, like showing that love, like showing face, like, yeah. and when they see that, they respect that in the sense of like, all right, homie really did show love and come to my show, like, I'm a fuck with him, I'm gonna I'm check out his stuff and like, so part of it is like what you're saying, like, if you go to this person's show and that person's show and that person's show, you realize like, it's shit going on here. Yeah. You just you just been under a rock really not realizing mm-hmm. it. So it kind of makes you look at yourself like, well, damn, what the hell have I been doing? Am I? <laughs> you feel like you missing out. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's really all it is, man. The way the way you fuck, if you saying the city clickish, it kind of is. But shit, the way I've always cut through that is showcases. 
Yeah. I'm gonna get this artist. I'm gonna get this artist. I'm gonna get that artist. Y'all bring all y'all clicks too. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be the closer. You know, you get on, you get on, you get on. And I'm gonna be the closer. We're gonna put all these people together. Yeah. You know, that's the way you can take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Everything that did big numbers in the city took advantage of that. Like Bodega, when they was doing that shit. So it's just, they took advantage of that. We're gonna put 20 of the hottest niggas on and. Psh- Thousand motherfuckers gonna show up. That's easy. Yeah, it's not even like hard math. Mm-hmm. Basic, <laughs> basic math for the folks. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even to think of like, oh, it's a genius idea. They 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 did a genius idea to pull it off mm-hmm. and get it done. But if you just think and say, look, I'm gonna put twenty of the best people or fifteen of the best people, and the people that we think are gonna bring the most. Once you do that, if if we can't put a thousand people in there, then what are we doing? Yeah, there's a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. One thing I will I will say as as well is that when you know early on, like I was saying, dealing with that clickish thing that people were saying, um, as I've continued to work, um, especially dealing with this podcast, I don't even think it's a sense of clickish, and it probably wasn't that back in the day when I was a kid. I think it's just a sense of just like niggas working, like mm-hmm. niggas like once you start like going and and see like for me. Like, I, I'll never forget this. Like, I, I tell people this all the time. Like, I remember I met up with De Niro. I was at Comet Market. This was, like, like years ago before I was even doing this podcast. And I was telling them about the idea of the podcast. And I was like, yo, man, I got to get you on there and stuff like that. And he was like, he was like, well, get your equipment straight. He was like, get your studio. He was like, he was pretty much telling me, like, get your shit together. And it was like, he was like, and then when it's time, like, we'll, we'll set the shit up. Right. And so I feel like going into that with dealing with like work, a lot of the time, even when I was doing my artist shit, people would start fucking with me when they would see you working. And so I think it comes back down to just like people seeing your consistency. And right. so it's like Right. That's really all it is. If you if you can't say, you know, music is what have you done for me lately? So if you yeah. can't say you got something that's out right now doing something, fuckers don't care, bro. Yeah. You know, to some kids, Dr. Dre is the nigga that made headphones. That's crazy, right? To some kids, Michael Jordan is just the the dude on the crying the meme. The crying baby meme. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Yo, that's why I feel like he put out Last Dance. Well, he said he put it out for his wife. Hey, nah. And like I said, man, it's just, you know, entertainment, period, is what have you done for me lately? Or what do you got out right now? Mm-hmm. So that's why you got to stay out there, not with no bullshit watered down, but you got to stay with some quality out there. It's like the block. If you ain't got no if you ain't got no quality out there, then somebody going to take over your spot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He did put that last dance out for his wife, though. He Damn. said because his wife, you know, his wife's a little bit younger, never seen him play. Yeah. And he <laughs> I guess she was joking on him on some like, oh, like, yeah, you, you really weren't that nigga like that. He was like, what, uh, Psh, bitch? But the, watch this nine-part series of me dominating. Nine parts. <laughs> that man, daggone. That really, because, like, with me, I was I was a part of, like, the last three-peat of Jordan being an 80s baby. So I remember, like, the Rodman years yeah, with, with the Bulls and stuff like that. Yeah. It was it was dope for me to watch, like, the beginning stage of him, like, that first three-peat. And, like, him having to, like, really battle to get better and, like, getting bigger with Tim Grover with the um, against the Pistons. And yeah. 93, like, Mike is the best Mike. I don't care what nobody say. Against mm-hmm. the Suns, it's 
the best, Mike. Yeah, that was right before um his father passed. Right, that was year, but right before he retired. Yeah, that's mm. the last year he played or whatever uh, before the retirement. But mm. he was dropping like forty without even. I don't even think he was sweating. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's what they call that man, the black cat. I don't even think he was sweating. <laughs> he was dropping forty and just dunking on niggas and shooting fadeaways on three niggas. <laughs> It was wildin', bro. Golly. My first child is named Jordan, so they let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was wildin', bro. Yeah, he's a monster, dude. It was wildin', dog. Yeah. This that that re Nah, I ain't gonna say that. That that just re, that put him back because I had I'm a Kobe head. Like yeah. with me, like I was Kobe Hart. And still am. He still is in my big three. Mm-hmm. But for that to come out, it solidified like the phone. Give it to you. Yeah. For, for that, it solidified that um that nigga's number one. <laughs> yeah, that solidified as far as like basketball that he's number one. Like even even above Kobe after watching that last dance. That proved that point for me. So it was it was dope to see that and and really see the history of Jordan from his beginning years up until the great businessman that he is now. You know, it can't it don't do nothing but motivate me because it shows me that he was talented, but that nigga just worked his ass off at the yeah. end of the day. This is like Steph, like having played against Steph in his high school career, like he was a monster. You remember that shit though. That motherfucker worked he his ass a, off. He was Steph was putting up like thirty, forty when we was like nine, ten years old, bro. Like mm. when you hit twenty was crazy. But now he was putting like thirty, forty up then. But to see what he is now, that just means he's just working, bro. Yeah. If I rap the same way I rapped 10 years ago, that mean I ain't working. I should be able to say some shit that's crazy like, damn, this thing is working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it show when you're working and it show when you're not. Facts. That's facts. I'm going to go ahead and um, close this out. Before I close it out, man, I want to ask you a couple, um, I want I want to call them back and forth, like quick draw McGraw questions. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just like, I got like three or four of them. Actually, like four or five of them. To where I want to see your uh, input when it comes to like Charlotte stuff, Charlotte food. I'm gonna start yeah. with um, best steakhouse in Charlotte. Best steakhouse. Uh, me personally, I would say Morton's or uh, Bentley's. Morton's, Bentley's. Okay, yeah. I got Del Frisco. Yeah, they pretty good. I'll go with Del Frisco. They're pretty good. Go with Morton. I like Bentley's though. Yeah. I've never been to Bentley's, uh, so I don't know. I have to try that one out. I have to put that on the list. All right, uh, um, Morton's let they let you pick your cut though. Yeah, I, I've been I've been to Morton. Morton's is good, but I haven't been to Bentley's yet. How about best soul food? Hmm, that's tough. That's tough. I can't give you that. Can't give me that that's one. Tough. Okay, I got on uh, Soul Central. I was, about to say that. <laughs> hey, I was about to say that. Hey, but my favorite shit though, I can't, I don't eat that no more. So you don't eat soul food no more? No, I'm saying the favorite thing I used to get from there, I don't eat it no more. Oh, I used okay. to eat uh, the um, jerk pork chop. Mm, damn. Yeah, yeah, but no swine. Yeah, yeah, no more swine. Yeah, I fell back on that as well. I don't even eat bacon like how I used to. That that was good though. That jerk pork chop was good. <sighs> yeah. Man, mm-hmm. they used to do numbers. Mm-hmm. I still want one right now. I was about to say I might have to go back on that. Nah, <laughs> once you've been off of it so long, I don't even want them problems. Yeah, it's been a minute. Like once you take so long off, bro, even if you want it, 
it's like, nah, I'm good because I'm, I'm going to be fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be yeah. fucked up. So. I'm going to get headaches. Right. You're going to be <laughs> fucked up. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. How about uh, best Mexican spot? Best Mexican spot? I don't even really eat Mexican, so you can count me out on that. All right. Tacos. Tacos. Like I said, that's the same thing. You don't eat tacos. What's the taco eat? spot on Camden? Fat Burrito? Uh, yeah, it's not even there anymore, I don't think, though. Oh, uh, they gone. Yeah. Well, that was Shout my, out R.I.P. to Camden where, when you had Fat Burrito and what's the other spot that just closed down? Um, chicken Spot? Yeah. Um, prices. Prices, yeah. I used to have Food Truck Friday out there a couple times, too. Yeah, that was a good time out there. I've been, I was there when the... When the market was still around that way, common market. Yeah, but I don't really fuck with no whole lot of um, Mexican though. Mm. Well, I shit, don't I don't agree with that Mexican. For me, it's um three amigos. We'll we'll go ahead and three say amigos, that. Three amigos. I heard of them. I yeah. heard of them. I like their coffee. I like their uh, their tacos. I'm really yeah. big on Mexican food, and so I'll throw that out there. I don't know why I thought you'd be a Mexican guy. Uh, All I right. I'll tell you Japanese. Japanese? All yeah. right. What we, what we got with Japanese? If you want to pick up, it's Hibachi Grill on Independence. If you want to sit down, it's Baku. Okay. Yeah. Hibachi, I've not been to Baku. I've been to Hibachi. Hibachi is good. It's yeah. right down from me. Yeah. yeah. Baku is that spot. And it's the vibe, too. Take your lady there. You know, get some Japanese whiskey. Just before Jay said it in the song, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So don't get it confused. All right. All right. All right, so I know you probably know this one, Best Shoe Boutique. Best Shoe Boutique? Yeah. Are you even doing that? Like, because I I, I've I seen the live really, you were on previously where it's I like. I don't even really be going crazy in the city, man. It'd be, you know, it'd be too much turnover. Mm. I'm going with social. Either social or the shirt I got on, bro, Black Sheep. Black Sheep? But they're mm. not really a shoe boutique. They're like a skate shop. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's evolved kind of to that. In I'm a going sense. with I'm going with social. It's other places that's consignment, but as far as hard to get releases, you know, exclusive releases, social status is the most um, consistent. And as far as SBs and dunks and streetwear, you know, skatewear, streetwear, shit like that, black sheep most black consistent. Sheep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I go with black sheep on that sense. Um, do you remember Niche? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I got some crazy shit from Niche. They used to be right beside Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the hell happened to that? that was- they just got gone. I used to get my fucking green apple tree from them. I used to always wonder what happened to that spot because I used to go there as well, right down from Black Sheep back in the day. Yeah, they used to have ten deep, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Niche back in the day. A lot of a lot of the dudes that worked there, uh, A Huff used to work there. Fucking back in the day, like when he used to work at um, he used to work at Alley Cat too. You remember that? Okay, yeah, I know. He used to be saying. a bouncer out there, kicking yeah. ass, taking names. <laughs> yeah, yep. But a lot of those dudes used to work at Niche as well. Like I think I think Adam was the plug, and his friend Kevin Fuse was the plug as well. To where like they got their homies to work there. But shout out to that because that was dope. All right, this is the last one. Um, this ain't even no Charlotte shit. I just want to know for my own personal Waffle House or IHOP. What? Fucking Waffle House, man. Are you going to see a fight at IHOP? You going to see a fucking fight? That's Remember true. The, the job app requirements. Do you got hands? First and foremost, first name, last name, birth date, do you got hands? That's Waffle House application, my nigga. Oh, my God. They're so man. gangster, they, they'll look at the phone ring and not pick your shit up. I've done it. 
I've sat in the parking lot and called them niggas. Yeah, I've done it too. Why should niggas just walk around not do anything? Well, he told me, he said, look, I'm on the grill. I ain't on phone. <laughs> I said, well, damn. I, got, I, I mean. Hey, they, what can I do? When they thug you like that, what you going to say? You yeah. got to just place that order in person. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, of course, the Waffle House, man. I'm an east side nigga. <laughs> we always hitting the, um, the fucking Waffle House, so. That was always the after party move. Before Same. cookout, I guess, got popular. Then yeah. It was, then it was cookout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Waffle House for me as well. Yeah. I've never seen a fight at IHOP, like you said. <laughs> never. Yeah. And it's good for the late meals. IHOP was cool for seeing Skip Day, but that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about the only time. That's and it. And free pancake day. Yeah. Them niggas be having free pancakes in that bitch. But yeah, though. Yeah. VVG, man. Always a pleasure having you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. We got the album coming soon. You know, like I said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like that. You know, you know, you I know. can't wait for it. I know you pulling up Thursday, right? You know, I'm pulling up All Thursday. Right, cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be out there in rare form. We playing this shit before the world hear it. And um, you know, like I said, I think it's it's gonna be what people have been waiting on for me from me. And you know, we're gonna do some numbers with it. Word, word. Um, and it's organic. It's authentic. That's that's the one thing that I always took pride in was being me. I ain't never changed to try to be a rapper nigga. Yeah. You know, I'm still me. I agree. That's one thing I say is that's consistent as well. That's that's always been you. Yeah, and some niggas be wilding out. Like, niggas who ain't even on that type of time. But they'll go to that because they know that's what's going to work. Yeah, that's what's hot at the moment. Nah, because then you look crazy because you're going to get exposed. Yeah. yeah. You just, you, it ain't nothing. They can't throw rocks at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That's the beauty of hip-hop is having is that authenticity, being yourself. Right. You know, telling your story. Everybody got a story. That's the one thing I'm going to say this before I go. Everybody got a story. Everybody's story is interesting. You was born at a time. You went through some shit to get here. You was born at a time. You went through some shit to get here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everybody's story is unique, so nobody can tell your story except you. So if people understand that, you don't have to be somebody else, or you don't have to, damn, that's working. Let me try that. And I've been guilty of it. Everybody's been guilty of it. Yeah, of course. So it is what it is, you know, but when you do it for you, it it just, you know, it's better. It Mm. just feels better. To sleep better at night. Yeah, (laughs) sleep better at night. And it, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And it worked. You know, look at a nigga like Kanye. Like, that nigga is his, his own world. The whole world comes to his world. Mm-hmm. He don't go, you know what I'm saying? He don't go to the world. That's true. Yeah. Um, your Instagrams, for, for people that don't know. Um, yeah. At VVG, like, very, very good. 704. That's on everything. At VVG704. Verbal Van Gogh. Um... You know, Invisible Bully out right now, all platforms. If you know, you know the Freestyle Tape out right now. The fourth edition of the STF Saturdays just dropped. I love all freestyle on SoundCloud right now on my page. I went dumb. Mm. So we about to, you know, that's where we at with it, man. So Let's get it. It's album mode. So, you know, a nigga going crazy. Holler Price. at me right now for a feature. Right Price now. going up. Holler at him now. <laughs> if I if I like your shit, the price is never gonna be outrageous. I promise you. If I like your shit, if your shit's hot and you don't send me no bullshit, we can always talk. That's love. That's what's up. Yeah. This is as of late. 
Yeah. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.